Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I've got to be honest. It doesn't feel like this feels very grim that music is right for today. Oh, well, it is a grim and sad day. You know, it's a grim and sad day. I mean, not for everyone here in America. They're like, oh, the Queen, she died. Oh, okay. uh, I don't know. I, well, okay, hello, welcome to the Can We Help You podcast. Of course. We are talking about the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. It happened today. We're recording on a Friday. Uh, this will come out tomorrow, which is Saturday. Before we just, just, I just would like to say, um, at the very start of the year, if you're an avid follower of this <laughs> podcast, which you should be, if you are not, yeah. Um, I but mean, if you're just joining us, thank you for listening. Yeah, welcome. Give us a five star review if you wouldn't mind, please. <laughs> um, thank you. At the very <laughs> start of the year, I would like to say this happened. <laughs> Do you know what my prediction is? Mm. The Queen's going to die. That's that what I was, was going to say. say. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to happen this year. You'd think so, I mean, right? And Look at you dragging out the old clips. Yeah, I know, right? Good I spent job. time doing that today. And I would just like to put this out there. We didn't talk about that for a long, 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 long time. That was like on the 7th of January that we recorded that. That's months ago. Exactly one week ago today. Exactly a week ago. On our podcast record night, this is what happened. I don't know if you remember, but at the start of this year, we made some predictions for the year. Yes, we sure did. And you, Franco and I, Franco's not with us this week, um, we all predicted that old Queenie might might kick the bucket might, this year. Yeah, get knocked off the perch. So we're not far from being proven either right or wrong. <laughs> exactly one week later. We put it, Do you we know obviously what? put the vibes into the universe. Uh, I, I feel like we kind of did this. I, I feel think like we. Might have. we oh, I'm so sorry, Queenie. Sorry, hey, Queenie. but all jokes aside, what an incredible lady! Whether you're pro monarchy oh or not, yeah, doesn't matter. She was 
an incredible woman. She served her country and Commonwealth for 70 years. It's a record. No monarch's ever served that long. I know. No one is going to match or beat that, I don't think, ever again. No, no, I, I, I can't see it happening. Because, look, Prince Charles is about, well, King oh, Charles now, king Charles. long live the king, Oh my God, uh, is about to take the, over. Couldn't it have been another woman? I want I don't, I I don't to get used to having to say the king, long live the king, God save the king. Like, I'm, I'm happy with the queen. Well, to be fair, you don't really have to worry. You live in America. No, like, true. you know, it's not really a thing there. I'm just trying to look up how old King Charles is. He's in his 70s, late 70s. It also feels so, like, just old-fashioned. It feels like I'm in the 1750s, like, oh, King Charles. Yes, I know, because we haven't had a king in our living memory. Most people yes. haven't. Um, so it is a huge day and, like I said, all jokes aside, what an incredible woman. She deserves all the uh, tributes that are coming her way today. Um, I liked that you had the bell toll here in Sydney. We had, uh, so get this, they're probably still going. Town Hall, the GPO building and St Andrews Church yeah. tolled their bell every minute really? for nine, for uh, every minute 96 times because she was 96. Oh, my God, that would get so annoying. So 15 minutes. <laughs> but get this, in, in England, in England at midday, so that's it hasn't happened yet. Um, well, it will have by the time this comes out. Uh, they're going to ring the bells for an hour. For an hour oh they're going goodness. to toll the church bells at Westminster Abbey. So, um, you know, it's it's a huge day, probably the biggest news story I've ever broken. Well, I, yeah, and it will be one of those stories that will go, where were you when you found out yeah, the Queen I, had died? I feel weird. Honestly, I feel, you know, and I'm kind of neutral on the monarchy. I'm not sort of one way or another. Ditto. I felt a little bit sentimental. I mean, A, because the Queen has just been there for just my entire life, mm. right? And for most people who are yeah. alive today in, in, in a Commonwealth country or the UK, the Queen has been there for their whole life. And mm. I felt quite odd being here and not at home as the Queen because I just know that it would have been wall-to-wall cover. Would have been, it's such a big story. And it just feels weird being here where it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it happened, I guess. Yeah, oh, the Queen died, oh. It was announced in the middle of the day here and I just, because I, I woke up to like everyone's like, oh, everyone's flying in to see Queenie and I was like, oh, this doesn't look good for the Queen. And then it was just like in the middle of the day and I was like, oh, yeah, the Queen's, she's gone. See you later. Well, for us here, um, it happened overnight. So yeah. she passed, we got the no, the news at 3.30 in the morning. Oof, yeah. I was getting ready and what I do is is I watch a late bulletin on the ABC yeah. when I'm getting ready in the morning. So it plays out at like 11 at night usually, I think, this bulletin. And uh, the they would kind of go, oh, you know, we've got some, some developing news. Uh, the Queen is under doctor's care at Balmoral uh, and her family is coming to see her. And you could see that they were kind of going, okay, she's about to die. In my head yeah. I went, look, probably a few days before we, you know, this stuff I usually takes time. I thought it was going to be at least a day. And I checked Twitter as I was walking out the door because it was stuck yeah. in my head. I'm like, oh, I wonder yeah. if I wonder if she's died in the four hours since that went yeah. to air and I've watched it. Sure enough, 30 seconds ago, tweet, uh, the Queen has died. And I went, fuck, it's going to be an insane day at work. Yeah. Um, we have protocol that we're supposed to follow. Um, everyone's asleep. So I'm calling my yeah. boss at 3.30 in the morning. Oh She's goodness. fast asleep. She doesn't get in until 7. She doesn't answer. I call the big, big boss and it was, you know, it was just pandemonium. But um, 
uh, yeah, huge day. And again, one of those stories I know that will stick with me um, for, you know, as a, as a journalist, as a news reader, these are the sort of stories that you always yeah, remember. Um, so I, I won't remember when this one. Princess Di died. And, oh, uh, no, I was a bit young for that. Oh, all right. I still remember that day. No, um, I don't remember. I remember vaguely some images on the TV. Obviously, September 11, you, yeah, you, know, obviously. you never forget that. Um, yeah, it was just, I still uh, remember, you know, one that won't stick in many people's heads, but this one will stick in mine. Yeah. We were working in Melbourne um, and Corona had just kind of come to our shores and yep. the Grand Prix was supposed to be on. Oh, I don't I know if you remember that, that yes, morning. Yes, yes, We were all running around because it was – people were lined up outside Albert Park for the Australian Grand Prix. And everyone's going, oh, my God, are they going to cancel it? This has never yeah. happened before. Yep. I will always – because that was like the – Corona moment for me, I think, when we went, okay, shit's oh, real. See. I don't remember being told we we're going into lockdown. Oh, I no. don't remember. I remember the day they closed the borders because I remember poor PJ. We were sitting, PJ, who obviously was from New Zealand, living in Australia, and she was crying because ScoMo was going, we're shutting the borders, yeah, no I, one in or out. I remember there's two moments that I remember from COVID um, is first was as the Grand Prix was like getting shut mm. down, and I remember going to the, you know, remember there was just so much talk and I was like, the, the Grand Prix's not going to happen. Anyway, the Grand Prix finally got shut shut down and there was all this talk about, you know, oh, Dan Andrews wants to put us into lockdown. Dan Andrews is going to put us into lockdown. Because mm. we'd seen across the world all these cities going to lockdown and there was all this like chatter. People would got like, oh, I've got a message from the government or I've got yes, a message from the government. Always. And everyone's like, oh, we're going to go into lockdown. And I remember going to the shops and doing like a big, like we're, we're possibly going into lockdown shop and walking out being like, this is this even a real thing that's happening? Is this like, real? what is going yes. on? And then the second moment for me was when we we're all. Um, it might have been when Scomo announced. Oh, it was Scomo announcing that we were sort of going into some kind of like Australia-wide lockdown, and we were all sat mm. um, or all stood and sat around. You know, there's a big screen at Kiss. Um, for those who mm. don't know, there's a big um, these two giant screens in this sort of producers area, and um, normally they have um, uh, we have the cameras of of, of what's you know, going on in of the, the studio show. of the yeah. show and they'd be turned on to, I think it was Channel 9 or Channel 7 for the um, all of the, the TVs in the building be turned on to for like um, the ScoMo press conference and we were all just, everyone was stood there just like in silence yeah. watching ScoMo yeah. just announce that we're going to and we were like, what is what is happening? What is life? I know. Um, yeah, those moments stick with you and I think, like I said, for everyone, you'll you'll remember where you were when you found out the Queen died. Well, I was now, at work and I saw it pop up on my New York Times app and I was like, oh, bugger me. Oh, there you Queen's go. it has been knocked off the perch. Now, this morning I was thinking how can we, I mean, obviously I knew we were going to talk about it, but I was like, how can yeah. we cover this in a Can We Help You podcast way? Yeah. And I thought I could resurrect a game that we played, I don't know, two weeks ago a for the first ago. time. Yeah. Yes. Um, now, I don't and know. here's the thing. Like, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we it was just sort of a pre-production version of the game, and and as I was editing it together, I thought I'm going to put some music behind that because it would just add a bit of pizzazz. So mm. I brought the music along today, and I'm not sure if it's really nice. appropriate, but let's see. Oh Jesus! Okay. Was this the the Queenie uh, fake news edition. fake news edition? Fake news. Now, what I've done is I've gathered headlines from across her reign. Now, the question Ooh, is, are news? they real news or fake news? Fake news. Okay, could you ready for any, the first one? Could, be, could literally be. She uh, she's been reigning. Well, she's not you know water, but she's been reigning for <laughs> seventy years. <laughs> okay, are you ready for the first one? I am. 
Prince Philip heard calling Her Royal Highness Brussels sprout on royal outing. Is that real news or fake news? Oh, I reckon right off the, the, the bat here, I reckon that's real. He would He would do something weird like that. Well, it's actually fake. Oh. However, he he did call her cabbage when they were alone at home. Isn't that cute? Cabbage. Oh, Hello, you. cabbage. Oh, I love I wonder, that. I don't know because cabbage is like quite wrinkly. I feel like that's not a compliment at all. <laughs> it's like, oh, hello, cabbage. She's like, oh, don't call me that. Oh, you're a cabbage too. Okay, the next one. The new queen has sacked the palace jeweller after her tiara broke on her wedding day. Is it real news or fake news? Uh, you know what? I don't. I only know the queen as an old woman. So, mm. uh, you know, it's like um, how like your grandparents, for example, you only know them as old. So yes. they've lived this whole life before they've been old and before you've known them. So I'm not really sure what the Queen would have been like when she was sworn in at a very young age. I feel like she might have been a little bit of a, a little bit of a arch. Mm-hmm. I think that might you be... You reckon that's uh, real? I reckon that might be real. That was fake news. Oh, so she's been lovely her whole whole life. However, her her tiara did break on her wedding day, but they managed to fix it before she had to, of you know, course, go out in public. Of course, they fixed it. It's the blo- there is nothing that they wouldn't do for the ro- royal wedding. <laughs> All right, Queen terrifies Prince of Saudi Arabia with wild car ride. Is that real news or fake news? Mm. Wait, was she driving? That's all. You just get the headline, uh. mate. I mean, uh, I'm going to say fake news. That one's real. I'm really doing bad this week. Yeah, you you suck. When Saudi Arabia's Prince Abdullah visited in 1998, it was illegal Mm. for women to drive in his homeland. When giving him the royal tour of one of her Scottish estates, he was shocked to see Elizabeth climbing into the car's front seat. As she whizzed down the narrow and winding Scottish roads, Prince Abdullah pleaded Uh with her to slow down and concentrate on the road through his interpreter. Nice. I love that one. She's always been a little bit of a firecracker, I reckon. The Queen, she would yeah. do something like that. 100%. All right, last one. The Queen has invented her own dog breed. Is that true or fake? Real news, um, fake news? I, you know what? I'm going to go f- real news. You're right. You got Yay. the last one right. Well done. Uh, so she obviously loved corgis, yes. but her she breeded one with her sister's dash hound and invented the doggy. Oh, the doggy! Yeah, Love okay. doggies. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Oh, look, I've got one more. Let's do okay. one more. Okay. Uh, ATM installed at Buckingham Palace for the Queen's personal use as card skimming incidents increase across the UK. Oh, that's got to be fake. News. She doesn't have an ATM card. That's real news, bro. No way. Yep. Not oh that she really. She does not. You know, was going I out. would just imagine that the Buckingham Palace has like a just a safe that's got piled with jewels that she's like, oh, what does she need to buy? Doesn't she send people <laughs> to buy stuff for her? Well, while I was researching this, I found a um a little tidbit. You know how she always always walked around with her handbag. Any yes. official event, she had her handbag on her arm. Yeah. Um. Uh. She didn't keep a wallet or a purse in there, but she had one pressed and folded banknote oh. that she would use uh, if she was ever in church and needed to slip it into the donation box. Oh, what a lovely woman. I thought you were going to say she just kept condoms in there. Oh, yeah, because that makes sense. Yeah, well, you never know. <laughs> Phil, when Phil's going to try one on with you. Oh, Phil, um, 
Philip. Well, there you go. So um, that's the Queen. The Queen's life in real and fake headlines. RADP Queenie. I, I'm not sure how I feel about old King Charles. King Charles. Yeah, well, it's no doubt going to ignite the Republic debate here in Australia. Yeah, people have been pushing for it. A lot of people speculated that once Charles took over, uh, you know, once the Queen passed on and it was King Charles that there would be a stronger push for Australia to become a Republic, independent, um, with our own head of state. I, I did notice, you know, working in, in the industry, I yep. do, there were press releases coming through from uh, both the Monarchist League yeah, and the Republic League. I mean, come on. People can't we jumping just have right a, on it. Can we just have a bit a of couple more of days. time yeah, before, you know, know. you politicise the thing? Because the UK, they go into like a week of mourning or something, right? It's 12 days. 12? I wish I got 12 days of could, Do you reckon I could push that for that at work? Oh, guys, I need 12 days off because <laughs> I've got a morning. I'm an Australian. I'm in morning. I have to observe the official morning yeah, period. Right. Um, well, Parliament in Australia has been suspended for 15 days. Oh, yeah. Any excuse, Parliament in Australia? <laughs> oh, guys, we can't work. <laughs> do you know what? Actually, are you talking about how um, you got the news through this morning? I actually think it's better for you to have, have kind of slept through um, that news because I tell you what, Watching like some of the coverage here and also over in um, the UK, <laughs> I mean, I think they, and I don't mean to, you know, be facetious, but I think they got a little bit lucky that the time wasn't days because obviously as soon as the um, the plane started flying in and there was news that the Queen was kind of looking bad, they had to cut in, right, to all of their programming. They had to go live coverage. But they've got nothing to say. And so you, yes. they just spend hours. They've got two filling. lines from the palace. Yeah. That's it. They had a, a two-line press release. That's I it. know. I saw it. So you just spend hours and hours and hours just filling, just talking about nothing. Yeah. They'd be sitting there going, please, please, can't you just, you know, you know, can't it just happen already? Because I've got yeah. nothing to say anymore. Well, did you see there's this TikTok going around and it's um, BBC UK has a bunch <laughs> of radio stations. Yeah, yeah. One of them's a dance station and they yeah. just play dance music. I don't think there's any talking on it. I think it's just, but it's a BBC station. <laughs> and so it's like. Hello, we cut into this programming to announce that Buckingham Palace has confirmed the Queen has passed away at her Balmoral estate at the age of 96. They, that's it. They just cut yeah. in with that. 10-second announcement and then just the beat dropped and it was straight back I mean, to regular it's not, programming. it's not like they have a lot of – she's been on the throne for 70 years. These people don't have a lot of experience with covering deaths of sitting monarchs, do they? I know, I know. I mean, they did have practice with Philip. Philip was last year, so – No, that's true, but he wasn't the king. Oh, that was big though when Philip died. Yeah, that died. was big. Do you – I'm not sure if you know much about the old uh, – how it all works, but – could she have retired and given it to Charles earlier or did she have to die for it to pass on? No, she could have abdicated, but it, I don't know if it would be a formal abdication, mm. which is when you literally relinquish and you're like, no, nah, yep. I'm out, um, which her uncle did actually, which made her yeah. father king, yeah. which then put her first in line, which was interesting. Um, but, uh, yes, she could have, have said, I'm going to give it over to Charles and there was talk yep. that she might do that. Um, but... If she was anything, she was stoic, she was determined yeah. and she was dutiful and there was no way she was leaving unless it was in a box, to hoping, put it very crassly. <laughs> I was hoping she would have cracked the hundy, to be honest. Yeah, look, I think the writing was on the wall after Phil died. Um, yeah. Oh, God, I saw that image she, she went of her alone in the heart. church. Yeah, I, look, people say that, that, that she her health just went so quickly downhill after Phil died. 
Philip, Philip, Philip. Um, so yeah. Anyway, look, I think we've I think we've said everything we can say. People have probably spent the last two days completely saturated with things know, about the Queen. Queen yes. But you know, I will say we called it here first. What I would have loved <laughs> is if. Um, so you know what? If you need if you need any sort of psychic readings, maybe hit us maybe up. Maybe we, we should can, just turn into a psychic podcast. Do you know, we'd probably make a fuckload more money that way. <laughs> we would write in, and we'll we'll be we'll Actually, tell you the future. I was hoping yeah, okay. that I was hoping that Charles. I mean, obviously, we're recording this the day that the Queen's passed, um, so we don't yeah. know. We haven't seen Charles being sworn in as King. I think that happens tomorrow. Um, I would love if Charles just kind of threw a bit of a grenade in the mix and just went, you know what? Does he? Because does he get to choose? Because I would love for him to just take off that crown, call over Harry, and give it to him. Harry, yeah, he's imagine. not giving it to Harry. Oh my God! Imagine. Can you imagine? What a, what, would it would just, Megan and just Harry. explode. It would just be like like a Megan and Harry as the sitting <laughs> monarchs. I think that would be the greatest thing that could ever happen. Charles has been the heir apparent for like forty years. I know, and he's I been think. like slow. He's been like uh, yeah. Charles today is like together. come on, it's here my turn, baby. Here we go. But I would love if he just went. G'day, Harry. Come over here. Here you go. Come on, it's yours now. It's your turn. That would be yeah. awesome. Well, we won't see we won't see Charles being officially crowned potentially for more than a year. Um, there is a when when the Queen was um, so after the Queen's father died, she mm. became Queen straight away. There's no waiting and seeing. It's just he's the King. We're calling him the King now. Yeah. Um, but uh, the Queen wasn't coronated for 16 months after her father wow. died um, because there's this. It's a respect thing. It's like, well, no, we're not going to do it until really? we've all kind of gotten over the. Devastation. Yeah, right. um, yeah, so devastation. we won't see. Uh, there will be. There's a meeting. I think it's called the Accession Council that uh-huh. meets that formally declares it. Um, uh, but yeah, in terms of the big pomp and ceremony with Charles walking down with the scepter and sitting down and being crowned, we're not going to see that for a while oh, yet. So, okay. but there will be a lot of pomp and ceremony in ten days' time when they hold the Queen's funeral because oh. that's going to be. Massive. Yeah, that's gonna be huge. Maybe we should do a live episode when Charles gets sworn in officially. <laughs> if we're still around. We if we're still around. Do you know what? Actually, I long one, way away. One last thing before we get into, we are doing a real episode this week. We are going to do a couple, a question or two. Um, I heard that he could choose a different name if he wanted to. Yeah, so he can pick one of his middle names, uh, oh and my. he's got three. Oh, of course, he he would too. He'd choose a dumbass different name. I think they said it'd be George. Oh King no, George. not another King George. Yeah, no. So uh, I, I think I have a feeling he's going to stick with his name. Uh, oh, that's my well, that's my prediction. They're all here's, bad. Yeah, here's this week's prediction. Okay. He's Charles gonna is going to keep I think that's, Charles. That's a pretty safe bet, to be honest. <laughs> um, well, R.I.D.P. Queenie, um, and condolences to anyone who might be sad at this news. Obviously, you've had a day or two to let it yeah, sink in. All so of it's our not British new. listeners, I mean, I condolences to you. God save the king. Oh, don't stop it. <laughs> Thank you to Ronnie's who have written in. Uh, just quickly, please, if you have a question, send it through canwehelpypodcast at gmail.com or head to our website canwehelpypodcast.com and fill out the form. Speaking of God Save the King. No, just quickly. Done with the Queen. <laughs> just quickly. Does that mean they have to change their national anthem? Uh, yep. And all our banknotes here in Australia will have to change. Oh, no. Oh, and all the coins. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's not going to be like oh. they're going to be. Null, like yeah, still yeah, be, but eventually you know. they're gonna have to. But do you know what? Though yeah. I reckon he's this. Keep some of the stuff around because you know, in another thirty, forty years, people pay good money for a little queenie on the on the on the note. Absolutely, it'll or be a collector's item soon. Anyway, um, anyway, let's get to this week's questions. Okay. 
We've got a question here from Ronnie. Thank um, you, Ronnie, for your question. This question is not Queen-related. However, if you do no. have a Queen-related question, feel free to send us through. <laughs> yeah, send it through. We'll try and answer it as best we can. Uh, Ronnie writes, hey. 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 Uh, Girl. Oh rent girl oh boy. Uh, actually, this question is from Ron Dog. They've written Ron Dog. Ron Dog. G'day, Ron yes. Dog. Yes. Hi, Ron Dog. Uh, uh, Ron writes, I've been renting at my place for four years. I'm about to sign another lease, another 12 month lease. I really like where I live, my landlords, the location, and the privacy. It's pet friendly, has a yard, there's a hot tub, and Ooh. it's affordable, just. Nice. Unfortunately, my neighbours have been getting progressively worse since they moved in two years ago. Uh-oh. They've been trespassing my yard to cut our privacy trees down. They've broken my fence that let my dog out and they didn't bother <gasps> to tell me. They've brat children who are always screaming and swearing at their parents. During the whole pandemic, they had renovations going on the entire time. Now they've installed cameras and lights facing into our bedrooms rather than facing into their own yard. They came into my yard again the other day and cut down more trees, which has broken our deck. The privacy trees hid the deck where we have a hot tub and sunbed and where I used to sunbake nude until they cut the trees down. Oh, oh sexy, no, Ronnie. Rondog. Um, they will not negotiate or talk to us and the police and car- council can't really help either. Is it time to move on from my beloved rental or should I stay and put up with it? Can you help me? Um. Please, love, Rondog. How can the police and council not get involved here? They're trespassing. Yeah, I the think they're trespassing. trespassing. And they're, they're cutting down your trees. Well, that is a council. Your landlord's trees, right? Well, they're renting. I don't know about the intricacies of that. I find that police and council are very selective about when they want to help you. But yeah. I tell you what, they're up your ass if you're doing anything fucking wrong. <laughs> oh, are they? Oh, right up there. Dog. Um, yeah, fuck me. That's so annoying. Um, I, I mean, I, maybe it's a compliment. If, they, if Maybe they've seen you some back then. They've gone, oh, my God, get me some of that. And that's why they put up these cameras that face into your, your little backyard. That's horrific. Cut down the privacy trees and they're like, oh, yeah, I want me some of that. That's worse than just trespassing to cut down trees. <laughs> I don't even understand. Why the hell are they cutting down your trees? Like, I don't get it. It's yeah, in your either. yard. One thing I will say about renting, though, is that if they cut down the tree and it breaks your landlord's deck, then you don't have to worry about it. You're like, landlord, fix your deck. Yeah, but what What if you, like, how do you prove that? Like, yeah, that's you true. know, if you don't have cameras, Maybe you need cameras and your landlord comes and goes, what the fuck happened to the deck and my trees? And you go, oh, the neighbor did it. Like, what proof yeah, do you have true. that you didn't do it? So, Ronnie, honestly, these neighbours sound like, and if you've, because my first thing was going to be, go talk to the police and talk to council and talk to your landlord because you need to let them know that this is happening. But you said they're not going to help you. So, shit, I I think you're potentially at risk of getting in trouble with your landlord um, and it's through no fault of your own. But if you don't have any proof that your neighbours are doing this, What's your? I mean, if I was a landlord and something like that was happening, I mean, God, I guess you can get police reports as proof if you've made a formal report. Um, I think it's more trouble than it's worth, Ron Dog. Yeah. Like and, seriously, and honestly, like the landlord, unless the landlord owns that place as well, and they they're also the uh, the landlord's tenant. There's not much like you know. I we have a house back home, and we have uh, tenants there. Like if if there was a, a shitty neighbour, there's not a lot that I can do about it as the landlord. No. Like, what am I going to no. do? Send a tersely worded email to them? I think, like, peace within your own home is... Pa- t- paramount. 
And it's kind of underrated. Uh, ah, is, yeah. Is underrated the word? Yeah, I guess underrated is the right word. It's like one of those things that you take for granted if you have it, where you're just like, yeah. oh, this is my home and I go about my business. When it's something that's taken away from you, it Absolutely. impacts your life. Like, you know, for you, Ronnie, you're probably feeling a little bit unsafe as well if you've got people coming into your yard. Your dog got out because the fuckwits cut down your fence. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, like for me, that would be a serious issue to the point where I'd be like, if the cops aren't going to help me and council's not going to help me, I'm out because my safety and my peace and my family, my dog, my husband's peace is paramount. Like I'd be out of there. And at the end of the day, um, there's not a lot of uh, upsides to renting. Uh, no, there are very few really. upsides to renting. But one of the upsides to renting is, you know, here's the thing. You can't pick your family, can't pick your neighbours. One of the upsides to renting is that, if you've got shitty neighbours, you don't have to stick around. You don't have to sell your to house to get out of there. Yeah. You can just pick up all your shit and go. I know it's annoying. You've got to move your stuff. You've been there four years. It feels like home. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, I think have a sus what's out there because, mm. you know, I know the, um, our landlord here, um, we got notified that they were looking to sell and they, they initially yeah. put the property on the market and we started to have people come through the house oh. and it's so annoying. Oh my god, so there's nothing annoying. Worse. And then nothing you're like and I'm like, worse. "Well, I'm going to stay here because I don't want anyone to like grab stuff. I don't even want to take my shit." And then you have to sit around awkwardly on like the the um arm of your couch yeah. while people are walking around and you like look down at your phone and then you look know, up and you're like, "What are these people doing in my house?" I felt bad cuz we you know there's a main road right that runs right in the front of our apartment and um uh, we had the door open because you know, you want fresh air and particularly when strangers are coming into your house, you don't want any COVID germs coming in and it no. can get quite noisy. And uh, one, one of the people looking through were like, oh, so um, how's the noise like at night time? And I was like, uh, I mean, to be honest, like it's not great, <laughs> you know. Uh, that real estate agent is standing there, <laughs> yeah. like looking at you, going, "Oh, stop yeah, it, stop, stop it, stop it, stop it." Yeah, I'm like, "Hang on, wait, wait. Are you someone who's going to kick us out and um, moving yourself, or are you a landlord who's going to keep us in here? Because if you're a landlord who's going to keep us mm. in here, the noise is fine. We'll stay here forever. But if it's someone who's going to kick us out, then it's the noise. It sucks. Don't fucking move in here. To be fair, I don't think if it was going, they were going to be a landlord, they wouldn't care about the yeah, noise that's true. because that's not, not something care. that you pick up on when, no, unless there's there's like like a, you know, I don't know, a factory right next door. It's not something that you're going to pick up on during an inspection. Like road noise, yeah, you, you probably won't really be thinking that hard about it. I mean, good thing is the landlord notified us that um, they're not getting the offers they want, so they're taking it off the market. So I was like, oh, oh that's nice. Cool. I don't I want any say, more you got, How long have you guys been there? Like uh, two like months? five months, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Barely five months already. Time. Yeah, yeah, I know. Can you believe it? Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. Crazy. But the thing that the thing that really did annoy me is because initially they said, oh, we're going to have people come through the house, so what we're going to do is we're going to drop your rent. And I was like, oh, how good is that? Oh, that's good. That's great. How it lovely. sounds like you've got half-decent landlords. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's very nice of you. And then like three weeks later they're like, oh, we're taking it off the market now. Can you please start paying the right rent again? Yeah, and I was like, oh, fuck damn it. You. Actually, that annoyed me when I moved into this place. We had um, – we moved in. I'm sure I talked about it on the podcast because I was very <laughs> unhappy. Our oven didn't work. Um, we had yes, no, the air conditioning the was there but didn't work. Yeah. And I said to them, it was the middle of summer, Sydney summer, January we moved in. We moved Ooh, in yeah. mid-January. It was horrific. Um, we were up high as well. The good thing was there's a good northeasterly breeze that this house gets mm-hmm. in the summer. Um, but that said, if it was a humid day or there was no breeze, it was we're upstairs. It's just uh, it was horrible. Disaster. 
And I asked for a rent reduction. I said, until this is because they're like fucking, you know, something got in the way and then they wanted another quote and then they were not happy with that quote. So they got their guy out and it was just going back and forth. And I said, can you please reduce my rent while this is going on? This is affecting our enjoyment of the property. And it was something that was advertised as part of the property and we signed the lease with that agreement. Again, toing and froing. And like, I just moved in. It's the last thing you want to do is to come off. And it's so shit. This is what I hate about renting. Like, that was a fair request for me. I was always polite. I always put everything in writing. You know, I wasn't calling them swearing or being a bitch. I was like, hey, look, blah. And they said no. And it's just one of the worst things about being a tenant is that you're just kind of powerless. You like, can't you, pick if this your was landlord. my house, yeah, no, if this was my house, I would have had the aircon fixed within two weeks. Yep. Like, I would have yep. gotten a quote, found the money, and gone, Fucking fix it, please. Yeah. And, for yeah, the and you love know what? If you were the landlord, you would have gone. And here, you know, I know some landlords are great, some are not. I think the landlords who have been renters, like, you know, we've rented quite a bit and, you know, we're renting our house out because we're not living in it, you know, not because we're like, oh, we've got this, we've amassed this private property portfolio. And so, like, you know, I've been around. I know what it's like to be a renter. I know what it's like to not have a dishwasher for three months because the, the, the mm. landlord's like, oh, I don't know if I want to buy your new dishwasher. <laughs> I know how annoying that is. So I try to be as good a you know, landlord as I can to, to my tenants because, you know, and I think that's what people. You've been on the other side. Yeah, people who haven't been renters, they don't know what it's like. And, they, and that's when they're like, oh, no, we're not going to pay for an aircon and, oh, I need my money. Did you see the guy in <laughs> this headline doing uh, the rounds a couple of weeks ago? And it was an, a landlord with 260 properties <laughs> saying that he couldn't afford it if there was a rent freeze. So there was oh there was floating God. around this idea of a two-year rent freeze in Australia while things yep. are going bananas to just make sure that people who are in homes can stay in their homes because yeah, cost of, of living is crazy, all that shit. Not the worst idea. I mean, obviously for me, I'm like, yes, yeah, sick, freeze my yeah, rent. Great. But, you know, I'll always read all options. I know it's not as simple as just, oh, we have to protect X person or Y person. You've got to consider the whole picture. Mm-hmm. And this guy just coming out and being like, oh, how will I afford that as someone with 260 <laughs> properties? Hey, buddy, how about you sell a couple of those properties? I'm sure you'll be just uh, fucking fine. Oh, the audacity of some I mean, landlords. And the reality is, you know, I know there's a lot of landlords raising rents, particularly in Australia, because obviously the, the rates are going through the roof. Um, but, but realistically, if you raise your rent and your tenant pisses off because it's too expensive, you're out the money anyway. I don't know. I, I don't know. understand. I know. Um, Ronnie, yeah, I I, t- I can't see a way out for you aside I think you from move. getting out. You know what, out. actually, I, here's the thing. I would have said not that long ago, I would have said, you know what's a good option? Hit up a current affair. Oh. Dodgy neighbours. <laughs> neighbours from hell. The neighbours from hell. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Martin King's like running into your neighbour. He's like, why are you such a bad neighbour? And they're like, fuck off, fuck off. Yeah, slamming the door. Um, it's It sucks though because I know what it's like to have a place that you just love and having to leave for whatever the reason is. It's because, again, being a rent is hard where – you feel like you make a home somewhere and then anything could happen. They could sell the place. You could have horrible neighbours yeah. that force you out. Um, the rent could go up to a point where you can't afford it and you have no fucking other choice. I would, in your situation, Ronnie, if you can, put some cameras up so that you can keep an eye on these yeah. fuckwits just way, in case they, something if happens. If they cut a tree down and it breaks your deck, then you have proof you can show it to your mm. landlord or whoever and say, see, you know, it yeah, wasn't It me. wasn't us. The other thing I would do, like you said, Jax, start looking. Start looking around, see what's around there. Don't put your notice in and be like, we're out. 
Because if there are other options that are affordable and that, that work for you, then, you know, you, you know what's out there and you can just go, all right, see ya. If they, I mean, yeah. you know, if you look around and it's like, man, there's nothing Dyer. else that's good. Because that's what I started doing is, you know, obviously we've still got seven months left on the lease and if someone buys it, you know, they can't kiss out um, mm. until the lease is up. And But I was just sort of having a look around and I was like, oh. You know, there's not, you know, at this particular point in time, there wasn't, there's yeah. not a lot around at, at the, the price. Um, so, you know, if you look around and you're like, oh, shit, there's really not that much around, then maybe it's like, okay, we'll sign another 12 month lease and reassess in 12 months. But otherwise, if there's something else, I reckon just give it the flick. See you later. I wonder, Ronnie doesn't specify if they have spoken to the neighbors. I'm sure they have in some way. It's also awkward. Like it's quite awkward yeah. having to have no, that conversation. Ron, Ron Dog does say they will not negotiate or even talk to us. So yeah, okay. So that that's really not even so an That's option. why I think you've got to bring in a current affair. However, <laughs> speaking of queens, Grimshaw, oh Tracy Grimshaw, she's out. See you later. Oh, actually, I wanted to give a shout out to a few Ronnies who have um, written into us this week. I think people felt sorry for us because I complained that no one talks to us. <laughs> And now I'm embarrassed that people heard that and then went, oh, I guess I'll send them a message to make them feel better. One of our listeners sent in a, a the video of Tracy Grimshaw retiring, you know, announcing her retirement yeah. and said, new job opening, Sasha should get onto this. <laughs> um, oh, my God, so, I could see you as a current affair host. I loved as well this week. There are lots of videos. Australians will appreciate this. Lots of videos going around of her takedowns over the years and most of them were involving Scott Morrison, which was very satisfying. Great. Hey, yeah. you might. You, you know what? You got to get yourself an agent and get get over there to Channel Nine because you might be a, you might be the next current affair star. Yeah, look, maybe if that happens, I have to I have to quit the podcast though. Absolutely Don't have not. Time for that. No yeah. way. Your yeah, profile sorry. would raise our podcast so high. <laughs> I don't think I could do this podcast. Why? In the same week. way. Yeah. Oh, no, who cares? I just it mean- doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be the same way. Just who cares? You, we would have so many new listeners. We could make it a Sasha's a current affair podcast. You could talk about what you've been talking about this week on the show. We'd yeah. make so much money. Yeah. All right, I'll put my application in. Nice. I've got to. I'm sure they're looking now. So yeah, uh, Ronnie, all the best. Sorry that's happened to you. That sounds like absolute shit. And I'd love an update on this one. So please, please let, us, let know us know how you how go. You go. I wanted to shout out a few other messages we got. Okay. Um, shout out. We did We did have someone message today saying your prediction from earlier this year came true. Thank you, Ronnie, for, yep. for noticing. I also, we had someone We also had someone from Scotland reach out uh, saying, hi, guys, Scottish listener here, and I can confirm we do say our takeaway. Remember how I brought that up last week? <gasps> really? How British people say, oh, I'd like our takeaway. I wasn't making it up. Like, I'm very – I pay attention to that sort of stuff. So, you know. Thanks, everyone, for reaching out this week. We appreciate you. We appreciate, we appreciate you. you Please listening. continue to reach out. We love hearing from our Ronnies, hearing what they're up to, hearing what questions they have and just just chatting. I mean, maybe we should reply to some. Yeah, look, we're, we're not the best at replying. <laughs> maybe that's why people don't write to us because we're not good at replying yeah, probably. to them. I'm sorry. I will say this. If you would like to, we'll, we'll get you on. And then we can have a chat. You offer this every week. No one. Wants no one to come ever on. takes me up on it. Why? Someone, yeah. come on. Oh, yeah. We need. You know. I mean, Franco's not here this week. We need someone else to chat to. Yeah, I know. I'm sick of you. <laughs> All right, let's end with a quick one from a, a Ronnie. Quickie. A little quickie. Uh, do I spend money on travelling or upgrades slash decorating my house? Uh, nothing in immediate need of fixing. I've been here six years, haven't done much, new coat of paint, da-da-da. I'm a big fan of making moments and making memories. This is why I think trips may be expensive at times but are worth it. 
What do you think I should do? Upgrade my house or go on a trip? Ronnie, as someone who is currently planning a trip, I'm a big fan of travel and I agree with you. Making moments, making memories are the best things in life. I'm going to throw out the vote for travel, plan some trips, go have fun, go make memories and upgrade your house later. Do you know what? I was going to say travel. Um, in fact, I was literally about to say travel and then I thought, you know, and I had, I've had this thought recently because I don't know why actually. I don't know why I had this thought. But I was thinking about how, well, you know, when you have kids, everything just, mm. your life changes. Stops, yeah. And I, I'm not saying it's a bad thing but like let's say you have two kids like everything that you do is now at least doubly as expensive. I was thinking about <laughs> how like, you know, like you go out for dinner and you're like, oh, we have a nice dinner. We go and spend maybe 60 or 80 or 100 bucks or whatever on dinner. As soon as you had two kids in there, you can go somewhere cheap. I mean minimum 100 bucks each time, surely. Because oh, yeah, you've you got to buy the kids. And the kids want fucking, you know, dumb shit like, oh, I'd, <laughs> I'd like my pasta but I don't want any sauce on it and I want cheese <laughs> on the side. Is that what you were like as a child? Yeah, actually it was. Um, <laughs> So they're probably going to add five bucks to the to the um, to the receipt just because of how annoying you are. All the modifications. Yeah, and I'm thinking now, travel. Like, I mean, I, look, I'm a big proponent of travel, but I mean, if you've got a couple of kids and it's going to cut, like, that's just a flight. Like a flight to America costs you maybe a thousand bucks return for one person. But we don't know Ronnie has kids. You've just dragged that out of nowhere. Well, I'm saying if they do have kids, like that, that uh, your flights alone now cost you $4,000 to get yeah. to and from oh the God. US. Then you got to, you know, you can't stay in just like a little hotel room, the two of you. You've got to get a, like a probably maybe a little one bedroom apartment or maybe like a, you know, a twin share, but you can't, you can't stay in a twin share for a long, you can't spend four weeks in a twin share, can you? So you got to get like an apartment at some point. <laughs> Well, hang it on. just becomes you've, a thing. You've just invented this scenario though, Ronnie. I feel like Ronnie would have mentioned that they had kids if that okay. was the case. If they don't have but, kids, then travel. Just do, go travel. Don't, fuck, who cares about your house? You just sell it if, it's, if it doesn't work out and get something else. But yeah. if you've got kids, maybe, you know, I mean, obviously travel's great. Big proponent of travel. You know, if you can afford it or if you just want to travel somewhere sort of, you know, if you don't have to do a big extravagant four to six week trip to Europe from Australia, for example, which no. is very expensive. Um, you could do a trip to Cairns or you could do a trip to the Gold Coast or whatever. You know, travelling's great. But, you know, I mean, if you if it's going to cost you four grand just to get your kids over to the US and that's before you do any of the food and any of the accommodation and any of the theme parks and any of the internal domestic flights and the car rental and all of that shit, you know, you might be able to get like a really nice like a big screen TV or a projector or a nice sound system and like have like movie nights every week, you know, and that that probably oh, is yeah. just as fun. So, you know, I'm not saying it's as fun as travelling but, you know, doing that every <laughs> week is maybe, you know, it's Sitting like a family moment, you know. <laughs> Travel, sit and watch TV. Hmm, I wonder which one I'll choose. Now, I, I hear you though and I love because I always look at this place and I'm like, God, there's so many things I'd love to go out and buy but mm. for me we're, we're just starting to plan our next trip. It'll probably yep. be our last big trip before we either start saving for a house or having kids. Yep. Um, and I'm like, you know what, I'm choosing travel over that because my house is fine. My house is great. I have yep. a, a comfortable lounge and a big enough TV yeah, show. Exactly. doesn't think so. You know, um, make moments, make memories. I'm a big fan of that. Go travel, Ronnie. I'm like looking at because, you know, obviously we moved in, in in April and we're still 
you know, we, we started fresh. We brought over like a mm. suitcase each with clothes. And so like, you know, I've got a little bookcase here and, uh, you know, I've got a, I've got a monitor now screen for my computer. Um, but I'm like, you know, looking at shit for the house. I'm like, ah, oh, do I really want to spend like $300 mm. on a, on a mm. piece of art? Do I want to mm. spend $250 on a bookcase? Do it's I want expensive. to spend, like, it is, do I want to spend, you know, $40 on a cushion for the couch? Yeah, I, I mean, know. I know. I know cushions is one of the things I was like, oh, Shane, we should get some cushions for, for our new lounge. We got, we got a new lounge at the start yeah. of the year when we moved in here. And when I looked at cushions, I'm like, fuck, they're $60 each. I don't want a cushion that bad. What happened to cushions? Because, <laughs> like, you know, we moved into our house back in Melbourne and we got some pretty nice cushions, pretty cheap. We got sale cushions. Yeah, we got sale inserts. And they were like, I don't know, 15, 20 bucks each. And they were nice. Come over yeah. here. And I'm like... Where are the nice cushions? The only nice cushions cost a hundred dollars each, and I'm like, "What is going yeah. on? I just want a cushion that's nice, that's comfy, and that fits yep. with our couch." But I yep. gotta spend a fucking a hundred dollars here, and I'm not spending a hundred dollars. I'm not paying a hundred dollars <laughs> for a cushion. Absolutely, yeah. Not. Everything is so expensive at the moment. Um, we need yeah. a new TV unit. Shane really wants a new TV because we've had this one for quite a while now, actually, for eight yep. years. And I just, yeah, you know, I'm just like, I agree. I would love to buy those things, but also I would all prefer to, you know, do a tour of Tuscany and drink yeah. a lot of wine. Yeah, you know, it's when you and when you, you know kind what, of exactly. That's what I'm like. I'm like, we could we could spend a hundred dollars on a cushion, or we mm. could go out for a beautiful dinner and yeah, have a delicious meal for a hundred yeah. bucks. Like, yeah. You know? It's a hard choice. And I, you know what though, I look at my parents. So my parents have acquired really nice solid furniture but it's taken yep. them 20 years like yeah. you know they've worked hard to get to the position they're in where they can go to freedom or one of the expensive furniture furniture shops and buy a dining table and i always look at them I'm like why can't i go to freedom and i'm like they've got 30 years on me exactly. you know if, of life exactly. they've worked hard all that time we didn't always go to freedom to buy our you know they didn't always do that they were doing the um, fantastic furniture yeah, run no. or hand-me-downs from family, yep. you know, and um, second you know. hand, you know. Yeah, and I think, and and that's what I kind of keep reminding myself. I'm like, my yeah. house is nice. I think if you if there's something, Ronnie, that that you know, like a mattress. If you're sleeping on a shitty mattress and it's a choice between traveling or having a comfy night's sleep, get the mattress. You know what I mean? Like there yeah, are choices yeah, yeah. like that that I think you should make. But if it's just like, oh, you know, a lick of pain, no, no, no. Is it really expensive. affecting your life? Go on a trip. Not that much. It's yeah. Do you, know, do you know the other thing is like it's annoying because you buy the cheap furniture because that's all you can afford, and then it just like it shit. It so it breaks. Yeah. You got to buy yeah. it again. And it looks ugly. Eighteen yeah. months. It looks like shit. But that being said, you could spend a lot of money on a nice piece of furniture if you could afford it. But the thing is, like, and I look at you know we've got some you know we got some nice furniture that we got you know reasonably priced. And the reality is shit that we bought last year for our house, I look, think of that now and go, oh, like, eh, I don't really like yes, that as much anymore. It, so I'm glad that it, I didn't spend, you know, $8,000 on a couch that I'm like, <laughs> eh, do I really like that anymore? Not that I could ever afford $8,000 on a couch. Everything goes out of fashion so much quicker yeah. these days as well. Um, so you don't want to spend $8,000 on a couch and then like in 18 months you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm going to have to buy some $150 cushions to make that look nice again. <laughs> Well, there you go. Ronnie, I think the consensus is travel. Travel! You know what? You don't have to travel. You could sometimes a nice little staycation. 
Oh, good. a couple of short. You're planning lots of little trips as well, mm. like long weekends. You know, I want to do that more here in Sydney. There's a lot of. Yeah. I did that more in Melbourne because I felt a bit more like a tourist. I was like, oh, we should go check out this yeah. place, and we should go check out this place. But in Sydney, where I've lived my whole life, you're like, meh. Whatever, I'll get there yeah, one day. Exactly. But now I'm like, no, I want to go see Orange. I want to go to Mudgee. Yeah. I want to spend more time in the Blue and Mountains. There's something nice about like there's a even just like really close to us. There's this beautiful. There's the Langham, the Langham Pasadena, and it's beautiful, <gasps> beautiful. And I thought, you know what, I would. I'm like, I can't afford to spend like a week there, but I could spend a night there. Yeah, Might be a nice absolutely. Little, you know, there's nothing like a nice little hotel room, you know. Oh a yeah, I booked. I booked my birthday. Remember how I was talking a few weeks ago about yeah, that yeah. zoo place? Yep. Yeah, I booked it. And it's only oh, one night because nice. that's all we could afford because it is so expensive. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm like, I'm so excited because it's an experience, you know, going yeah. somewhere real ritzy and having the night. Or even just driving, you know, like going down, you could go down the coast. Well, I don't know where you are, Ronnie, but you could go down whatever your equivalent of the coast is or, you know, the the uh, <laughs> Go to the, the city. Jungle, maybe the they bush, live in the, the country. City. Yeah, maybe you live in the city and just spend a night there, like, you know, a little yeah. bit, of, uh, bit of niceness. Absolutely. A bit of spice to your life. Thanks, everyone, for listening this week. And uh, once again, the Queen is gone. Long live the King. Long live the King. Do you know what, actually, sure. I thought um, uh, someone said today, long live the King, and I was like, what is this fucking Lion King? Like, what's going on here? No, that's what they say. I know, but it feels that's like what Lion they say. King. Feels like it's, it feels like it was her, you know, her brother who pushed her off the ledge and went, long live the King. Oh, long know. live the King. The king. Oh, fuck, oh, I love the Lion King. What, what a, a great, great movie. movie. My dog had a Lion King moment yesterday. He um, tried to jump up onto the couch from the wrong side uh, and um, latched onto one side and then slowly with his claws kind of like dragging uh, along the couch, fell down. Wasn't it? Wasn't as big of a fall of Mufasa. It did and, his uh, child then come along and go, Dad? I did. I went, Dad? Crumpet. Fuck, don't. I'm going to cry. <laughs> um, thanks for listening this week, everyone, and we'll see you next week for another episode. I uh, love you all. Already love you. See you later. Queen. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 